Moncrief on News Talk. Now, if you've ever, speaking about a building much older than that, if you've ever been inside Newgrange, you may have noticed that the passage and chamber inside don't seem to take up that much room when you consider the the size of the mound itself. For many years, there has been speculation that there could be far more inside. This team, uh, this summer, a team from Slovakia armed with ground-penetrating technology went looking. And with them was the journalist and folklorist Sean McEntee. Sean's documentary on those explorations air on Thursday on TG Cahar. Sean, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Sean. Constanto. Uh, so tell us, like, the, in terms of what people speculating about what else could be in there, what kind of theories have been going around? Well, I suppose, Sean, we all know about Newgrange. It's an iconic monument, not just in an Irish context, but it's of global significance, a World Heritage Site. It's older than the pyramids. It's 5,000 years old. And it's a remarkable achievement, you know, the way Neolithic man constructed this monument of such scale. And then to have the knowledge and expertise to capture those fleeting moments of the, the sunrise on winter solstice, it's, it's a remarkable achievement. Uh, in the 1960s, Mike Law Kelly rediscovered the, um, the alignment with the, with the winter solstice. And apart from the excavation, which took place around the passageway as we know it today, very little exploration has happened across the mound itself. And it is quite, quite a big mound. And there have always been rumours down through the generations that there's the possibility of a second chamber or more passages or additional features hidden, buried in this mound. Um, as you were saying, like the, the, the existing passage only extends about a quarter of the way in. It is, it is a big, big area. So the, the second chamber project, it's the brainchild of Neil Boyle, the producer of this. This really has been a passion project for, for him over many years. He's been fascinated and captivated by the possibility of the cairn containing a second chamber. And as part of his project, he decided to, to undertake a survey and a, a convenient way, I suppose, of securing funding to carry out this survey was to make a documentary. So a team were, was brought over from from Slovakia. Uh, it uh, also included was um, an Irish geophysicist, Kevin Barton, and they spent nine days um, scanning the mound. They were using some modern technology, some very very sensitive technology. There were three different uh, radar scanning methods being used, but there was also uh, a microgravity technique being used. And that's a very sophisticated and sensitive uh, technique. Mm. Would, would they have done all their work, if you like, on top of the mound or inside it? On top of the mound. So uh, it's it's a non-invasive way of exploring the cairn. Obviously, permission and resources uh, to, to carry out a full-scale excavation would be quite difficult. Um but this would be an, a non-invasive way of penetrating the ground. So the, the, the microgravity scanning, for example, it's so sensitive that, that, uh, the, the, it can, it can detect the coming and going of the tide, uh, 16 kilometers away in, in Drogheda. Mm. So that has to be factored into the results, you know, when, when, when the results are being compiled. So th- this technology allows the scientists to see what's under the ground. Now it's, 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 it's quite, uh, it's, it's, it's a sensitive form of, of survey. And there are a lot of variables, uh, involved in that. 
you know, you're, you're relying on the weather. If you very windy conditions, it can be very difficult to get good readings. You're also dependent on the composition of, of the, the, the mound itself. You know, what type, if you're, if you're getting very wet clay, compacted clay, it can be diff- difficult to get good readings. But if you have the right conditions and the right composition, this technology should be able to show you if cavities exist in the mound. Oh, right. So if it's uh, so did you have that experience that you might have the odd kind of damp day and they have to go and say, well, no, it's no good today. And you have to come back again the next day to. Of course, the yeah. curse of Irish weather, Sean, <laughs> yes. you know, it, it was changing from one hour to the next. But, um, you know, we were fortunate in that we did get prolonged periods of, of suitable weather, which which allowed the team to carry out an awful lot of work. And, and you know, they were working there for long hours and they, 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 themselves as, te- as scientists, you know, they're dealing with this type of technology every day. But the fact that they were working on such a special site, an iconic site as Newgrange, it was really a chance of a lifetime not just for ourselves, but also for the scientists. Yeah. Now, obviously, we can't say uh, whether anything was discovered or not. People <laughs> will have to tune into the documentary uh, on on on. Uh, sorry, on Wednesday uh, at night. A bit like Santi, Sean. A bit like know, Santi. If we yeah. if we knew how was in the sack before we came down, should there be no cracking it? In, in, indeed. If I mean, if there is one, and again, this I suppose goes back to the the speculation. If there is a second. Uh, um, passage in the second chamber, what would it be used for? Because I, and I mean that in the sense that kind of th- there seems to be division as to what actually Newgrange is for. Is it a burial site or is it something else? You, you generally hear Newgrange being referred to as a tomb, Sean, but you know, people have speculated that the primary fun- functions could be uh, ritualistic, for example, or they could be ast- astronomical. Um, and when we look at the mythology and we'll dip into, delve into all of this in the program as well, um, the mythology t- 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 tells us that the place was very much part of the living world. You know, it's the realm of the, of the deities, but the, in, in a, in a, in a real life context, it's where people are gathering. It's where there are feasts. It's where activities are taking place. Uh, it isn't simply a cemetery. Mm. So if additional features, and this was Part of um, a big part of the motivation behind the entire project. If additional features can be discerned in the mound, then it would maybe encourage us to completely reimagine how we look at Newgrange. Um, that it wasn't simply just a burial place. That these were possibly very advanced astronomers who had very detailed knowledge of the movements of the sky. Um, were literate in those movements and wanted to capture those in a, in the most dramatic way by building these monuments of huge scale. And we, we look at other, other sites as well, not just in the Boyne Valley, but also in Loch Crew further west and over as far as, uh, Carrowmore and Carrowkeel in, in County Sligo. And we explore, I suppose, the evolution of Neolithic culture and, and the building of these cairns and, you know, the, the the proposal is made that maybe this all started out in the West and we, we ended up civilising the crowd in the East. Yeah, uh, quite possible. Also as well, it strikes me that the, the, the one passage we know about, it's it's it, it's there for a very specific reason. The lucky few who get to go in and, and uh, see that the, it lit up on, on the winter solstice. So it was put in that direction very deliberately. So in when when the lads were searching with all this technology, did they have like an inkling? Well, if there's one point in that way, 
then there might be uh, the passages pointing the direct opposite way or, or, or would have some sort of astronomical significance as well. Yes, and in, in this film, we have an interview with Martin Brennan, who sadly passed away recently. But Martin's dedicated years to, to, to the study of Newgrange and the rock art contained on the curb stones in particular, and trying to decode essentially uh, the messages in that rock art. And there are a number of significant features uh, on the mound at Newgrange, in particular, a number of, of stones towards the rear that uh if 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 something existed close to the or in proximity of those stones then that could be a very significant discovery because they may indicate further astronomical alignments so that was also being factored into the the, the quest we were on right that's a fascinating prospect and the answer to that hopefully uh will 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 emerge uh this wednesday 9:30 on TG Cahar Sean thanks a million for uh, speaking with us today with Sean McIntyre there Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.